What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Lob It Up podcast. I am your host, Tobias Barkley, alongside other hosts. I love McKenna and okay. a prickly Sea of Ash Gorbani over there. That's crazy. If the people heard the conversations and the websites that we looked up before we started this <laughs> recording podcast, it's like I know we're recording in the evening, we're recording late at night, but it's not Lob It Up After Dark. That's a whole other. It is. It is dark. We could do do a late night special. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But all the scandals, egregious things. Yeah, scandals about talk about uh, Tristan Thompson and all that. Yeah, crap with uh, the Kardashians. (laughs) But other than that, boys, how are we doing this week? It's been a it's been a couple weeks. Not been uh, not been too bad. Caught the viddy for a little bit, so I was down and out for a while, but. So you did get the Omarion? <laughs> yeah, it was the Omarion. I'm assuming it was the Omarion and not the OG. So one of my friends, they caught the OG, and they were a lot worse than I was. And I think I was only really super sick for maybe like three days, stuff like that, and then had some lingering stuff. But now feeling normal, uh, back up to like 100%. So it's good to hear better, though. Yeah, man. See, Vash, what about you, my man? Doing good, bro. I'm doing good. Uh, happy New Year to you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. We haven't seen each other since before the New Year, but, you know, it's a new year, new me, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Nah, new year, same scuzzy me. <laughs> oh, man, new year and new rules. They shut down the country again. Yeah. For another oh, three weeks. Yeah. And fuck my life. Raptors <laughs> are the only fucking team right now to be playing with no fans at home. That's crazy. But yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, no comment. Um, but a new year brings new takes, and Siavash, I know since we've been off for a bit, you are loaded oh. with takes. So how do you want to how do you want to break this down? Do you want to start with the takes of the week, or do you want to do our, our segment? Because I know you're probably going to bring a couple to the table. He's a little loaded potato. Let's do takes of the week. But yeah. I asked Sour you guys before the, the show. I, <laughs> Just a dollar. I asked you guys. <laughs> I asked you guys before the show what your takes was because I told you guys I have a lot of takes building up, but I just, man, there's so many. And some of them could be going on to our next um, segment. So you know what? I will get started. My take of the week is very, very related to last night's game. If for our listeners, we were recording on Monday and on Sunday night, we had a return mm-hmm. of Clay Thompson yep. back mm-hmm. to the world of basketball. Let's go. I'm loving the headband, by the way. I'm loving the headband. The headband's great. Headband's sick. Yeah, I fire. love it. It's fire. And my take, this might be a little hot. It okay. might not be. But I got the Warriors winning this year's championship. I don't think there's any team that can stop him. With Clay being back, he dropped 17 points yeah. in 18 or 19 minutes. And this guy, man, like... I can't see a team stopping them now. They're already the first seed. Now they got another shooter that is one of the second greatest shooter next to the, the greatest shooter. Mm-hmm. I think Clay is going to be right back into his old shape, and I think they're going to win it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's their championship to lose, to be honest with you, especially like we, we've omitted James Wiseman's name as well. You know, I'm big on James Wiseman. I think size for them just in general will will help their team. They're already a great scoring team. We know that. We know they know how to uh, spread the floor and share the ball. So once he comes back as well, it's just an added piece. And then we're not even talking about, like, bro, they can go to the trade deadline and watch it walk right on by because they don't need to really change anything. 
these additions of Clay and James Wiseman are their trade deadline acquisitions. Oh, true. Like, even watching them yesterday, like, you know, you're always a little worried after a player comes back from injury like that, that, you know, they're going to maybe lose the speed off that first step. And, yeah, maybe Clay lost, like, a little bit of speed, but just, man, having that blow-by posterized from those mm-hmm. two players yesterday, I was like, nah, this guy barely lost anything. He's only going to get better from here. So I'm just super excited just to keep watching them and the Warriors. And it was pretty yeah. dope that the return was against Cleveland as well. Like yeah. Just knowing the history that, that, that he has against Cleveland, but just the organizations was kind of cool as well. Him and uh, Kevin Love had a good long hog. You know, mm-hmm. that was interesting. But um, I think the great thing about his return is that this guy has played for this system for the past six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way even his first point was he was coming off a pick, and instead of going for the three, he just cut right into the basket, and he got a nice layup. Man, when I was watching that, I'm like, oh, he's right back in it. These guys are mm-hmm. The biggest question I'll have around them, and again, it's not a huge one, is just how Jordan Poole transitions his role that he's had this this first half of the season to, you know, the sixth man. It, it will be a bit of a, a change. He is young, and I think he obviously respects Clay mm-hmm. as well, so it's not like there's any disrespect there. But it is, you know, you're kind of losing your spot, and you knew it was coming, but yeah. um, I think if he's okay to still perform how he has been with the, the decrease in minutes and, you know, a bit of a decrease in role, um, they'll be unreal. It'll be disgusting. Like, Yeah. Oops, seven. All right. Chris, do you want to hit us with a with a take, or see that? Do you want to go back-to-back on this? Yeah, see, if you, you, got another, you got another good one going. I know you got so many. Guys. Guys, listen, I am not going to be able to get all the shots off. I need you guys to take some shots. <laughs> we'll take, step out we'll take shots. Don't worry. All right. I, I got mine. Right. I got mine. So I think, and this is vital for this organization, for their star player on their team, for his future, and for this next year. I think Ben Simmons needs to be traded by the trade deadline. If they let the trade deadline go by without trading Ben Simmons, they've wasted a year of MVP prime level Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. He's getting older. He does have a history of some injuries, so you don't want to just waste that year. And Ben Simmons' value, in my opinion, gets increasingly lower the longer we go on with, with this because his value is going to be, for what, he, for what the teams want back, Philly's not going to get that. His value is going to decrease over time if we keep, you know, having Philly hold him in a bunker underneath the stadium. So I think Philly's got to trade him by the trade deadline, or uh, it's just it's not productive for Philly and it's not productive for Joel Embiid. I definitely agree with you on like the album because it's it's doing nothing for either the organization or like Ben Simmons just sitting there basically in a stalemate with like one another. Mm-hmm. Just at this point, I would almost say just cut your losses, get what you can for the guy, let Ben Simmons move on, be happier elsewhere, and then do what you guys can just to salvage like the rest of this season. Because like if you are still having a very productive season, then just make that push, you know? Yeah, and there's, and there's still right now, like there's still teams it went from being james harden a year ago right when they could have done it in houston to now it's like we're talking cj um the the one big one that i'm hearing now is the hawks just got involved and potentially obviously cleveland's there i don't know what cleveland would give up but the hawks recently got involved and the one i'm hearing is a three-way deal between the hawks sacramento and philly fox going to uh um to philadelphia collins and maybe something else going to Sacramento and um, 
Ben Simmons ending up in Atlanta with Trey Young, which would be pretty cool. But okay. um, there are still pieces and, and valuable pieces out there, all-star level young player pieces. But I, I'm just saying, if we we're going into the into the off season or even to next year, you're not going to see those same pieces. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Even without him right now, they're sitting at the fifth seed, right below, exactly. right below four superstar teams. The Heat are looking great right now. The Bucks and that's and of course my Bulls. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I you know what it is though. As much as I do agree with your take. I do also think that I would rather wait for him to be traded until the end of the season if I'm the Sixers. There's a lot of moving pieces right now. There's a lot of things that are, there's a lot of situations that I would rather take my chances on. What's going to happen with Beal in Washington? What's going to happen? He's not leaving. What's going to happen with Dame in Portland? Not leaving. What's going to happen in with um, Jalen Brown with the Celtics? What is this like? All these situations, yeah. You say they're not leaving. They're not. That's not gonna gonna happen. If I'm the Sixers, I'm taking my chances. Let's see where this is gonna be at the end of the season. Wow. I just I I would hate to waste a year of Joel Embiid when he's doing so well. Like you you made a point where they're they're in the the fifth seed in the East behind four competitive um, teams. They've also done this well, thankfully, to a guy like Seth Curry. Like, if Seth Curry wasn't doing as well, like, if he was playing normal Seth Curry level, they wouldn't be where they are. They'd probably be in the conversation, but they wouldn't be, you know, right there with, with the uh, upper echelon of the East. Like, I don't, I couldn't even tell you what Tobias Harris's stats are. Like, I, I just don't know. I, He's listen, very inconsistent. Bro, I think it's now known that Tobias Harris has one of the worst contracts in the league. This guy yeah. is just not looking like what he did back in the day with the Clippers and early on with the Sixers to get that max contract at the time. Mm-hmm. He's overpaid right now, and there's I don't think you can trade him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Chris, what about yourself? Do you have a take of the week? Take of the week? Um, basically, just been watching, like, um, a lot more, like, a little bit more ball, obviously, being, like, sick and at home and stuff like that. So actually mm-hmm. following up a little bit more with uh, Raptors and stuff like that. Um I definitely feel like Fred Van Fleet is, has shown in these last, like, at least, like, six games, though, like, ten games here, that, like, he is able to lead these Raptors, and he is deserving of, like, an all-star nod for this year. Definitely get voted in. Like, his last, over the last six games, I think, what, he averaged 31.2 points, 6.7 assists, 5.8 threes. Like, he's just been going off. And he had, like, a huge fucking game against Utah, like, what, like, two days ago? I think in, like, four minutes, he dropped, like, 20 points just in that, like, third quarter alone. And then I think in the third quarter entirely, he had, like, 24 points, went eight for eight from the field, three for three from behind the stripe, three assists, you know, like, two steals, three rebounds. The guy alone had a 15-0 run by himself. So he's just he's shown that, like, he can do it. And that he is deserving of like those nods now, because everyone's like, oh. so, no, go ahead. So, do you think he's gonna make an All Star team? Honestly, like, I think it would come down to like more so fan votes for him to get in, just because I don't think the rest of the league is still like looking at him like that as of yet. Yeah, I'm just trying to think like what teams or what players. Sorry. Hmm. Well, would get ahead of him. How many All Star numbers per team? Thirteen. I'm not hundred percent. Twelve. Okay. 
12. I'm trying and... to wait for you guys like to finish because I'm sitting here like I'm not the Raptors fan, but I would say he's in 1000%. Yeah, like I man, like I want him to be, but again, it's like you see you see snubs all the time, right? You see deserving players get missed on things like that. I think you know what? Let me put it like this. Well, first the fan votes is only eligible for yeah. the starting lineup, right? Yeah. So it's only, and they're only 50% of that. And then there's another 25 that goes to media, 25 that goes to players themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would definitely, in my opinion, get in with the coach's decision, mm-hmm. which is the remaining seven players that get on the team. Yeah. I don't want to sit here listing the players because I have my own list of players who would make the all-star. Mm-hmm. And I think we would have that as a segment in the near future before the all-star voting is completed. Mm-hmm. But I think there's no way that he does not get in, especially with his recent performances. Yeah, I don't think he gets in. It is. I don't. I just would don't. Would you like to make does. a little betsky? Sure, and I'll and I'll tell you why. Because Chris, to your point, what you believe is the strength in him getting mm-hmm. to the All Star, it would be behind the fans, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking at him. This was uh, oh, tweeted out by. What's that? Huh? He doesn't have fans. <laughs> No, that but uh, January sixth, Shams tweeted out the current uh, voting numbers mm-hmm. of the list, and Fred Van Fleet is on here under the guards in the East. But he's on here at tenth out of ten. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not like, what's the number? I would, I would, if he was a higher up, I would have been like, okay, say less. Like mm-hmm. maybe he does because Fred has a whole country. You know what I mean? So that that benefits That's the him. Thing. Um, I just I look at I look at the people ahead of him. I don't know how I could. Give someone a spot over him. It, honestly, it would be an easy lock if it wasn't for stupid Zaza back in the. You know what? Russell Westbrook is a number nine <laughs> in, in fan rule. votings. Number nine in fan votings on the west of the guards is Russell Westbrook. So I can tell you, I would put Fred Van Fleet over Russell Westbrook. Oh, so I would, would one hundred percent. And what's the exact number? I'm trying to pull it up to see. Two ten zero six five for Russ and one zero eight five two nine for Fred. So okay, and like, name us the players that are ahead of Fred on the East guards. East guards, okay. In from nine to one, we have Darius Garland. Do you want numbers or no? No, just go for ranking. Darius Garland, Tyler Harrow, Derek Rose, Kyrie Irving. Why? <laughs> uh, Lamelo Ball, uh, Zach. Yeah, true. Zach Levine, Trey Young, James Harden, Demar Derozan. Okay, so out of those nine names. I got roughly four names that are not going to get in with the coach's decision. So Kyrie, definitely not going to yeah. get in because he hasn't played enough. D-Rose, yeah. not going to get in. Fuck, who else? Tyler Harrow? Come on. Yeah. I think Van Bley has a better case than him. And if you go with those other players as starters, I still think that there is still a spot for him to get in, and we're so just was, going off. That the, was three, so okay. There's there's three omitted. So I think Garland. So. I, w- I would take Van Bleed over Garland today. Uh, I don't know, but okay. Right. Yeah. But then, I so but we also have too. to look because it's not. It's I don't think they have to match forwards and guards anymore. I don't think that there's a certain restriction. No, they like, do. They do. Do they? I was gonna say theoretically, yeah. could they go ahead and get all guards? But so there you go. Yeah. So then there's a limit on amount of guards too. So if there's seven guards ahead of him, or six guards ahead of him, in the East, we're not talking about the West, we're talking about the East, because it's yeah. not, remember, it's not like East versus West draft, it's league-wide draft. 
who I, so, I just don't know. So then we go over to the West. We got Steph. We got Luca. We got Ja. We got Clay. We got Devin Booker. We got Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Westbrook, and Edwards. Yeah, I don't want to go over the rankings right now, but I yeah. would have him in for sure because right now they're sitting at seven C. It's like it's a long climb back. Yeah, man. we were talking. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Tobo about this earlier today. We had a bet on this, like if the Raptors are gonna make the playoffs, and I was like, wait, I forgot about that one. Like, dude, they got a great chance with the return of Pascal and now Fred VanVleet going off. Yeah, because he so. definitely will get in. Hit them and the Cavs are right next to each other. And they are going to give one spot to the Cavs. And it's definitely going to be Jared Allen. If they give two spots to the Cavs, that is one seat above them. And not one spot to the Raptors. I don't see it happening. And but again, the, this is going to go down to the coach's decision. They're, they're, they're one spot below the Cavs right now. Because in two games, they could be in the 12th spot where the Hawks currently are. Right they now, they right now the... At the fifth seed is 22-16 76ers, but at the 11th seed is the 19-21 and 21 Knicks. So that's what, like a seven-point, six-point spread on two wins, you know what I mean? So this right now in the league is so, like, ever-changing, like you and I were talking before. Except those four teams on each conference, they fully cemented themselves. The rest of those teams from, like, five to call it 12 on either side, there's still some shuffling around. Yeah. That makes sense. We'll get to it when we get to it around the time. And we'll see. You know, last year, I think I won the match. Like, we did, like, a <laughs> list. And I think mine was the closest than everybody Oh, yeah. Else's, I forgot so... we did that. <laughs> I forgot yeah. we did that. Um, okay. Do we want to get into uh, your segment, Sebash? I think we should. You know, it's a new year. I jokingly said new me, but um, yeah. I think everybody at this time of the year has certain goals they want to reach by the end of the year. You say, hey, by the end of the year, I want to be able to do this. By the end of the year, I want to have done this. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we're going to kind of do similar to our Christmas list, but we're going to just go around. We're going to go three rounds, one each of just looking at maybe a team or a player or something that we would want to happen in the league by the end of the year. And... Again, three rounds, three picks each, and I'm just going to go ahead first. I'm going to, you know, what I had first originally for this, I think I mentioned it to you earlier today, but the fact that you mentioned it earlier in the episode kind of shocked me. And you said there's reports coming, and I did not know this was happening. I was going to say, by the end of the year, I want the Atlanta Hawks to trade for Ben Simmons. Oh, really? Wow. I think that has to happen for them because they're sitting at the... 12th seed and yeah. Ben Simmons can be the Draymond Green to the Trey Young to the step mm-hmm. like that Trey Young is mm-hmm. and you look at their team they got all these pieces that they're just overlapping one another Cam Reddish yeah. is looking good yeah Duke and boy. it's like man you got to get him out of there this guy is, has been this great player but when you got all these pieces that are overlapping each other mm-hmm. you can trade Cam Reddish Bogdanovich you got and DeAndre know, Hunter who's injured. Yeah, Gallinari. Yeah, they got you a lot of guys. three of them guys and some picks. Maybe do a three-team, as you mentioned. Get De'Aaron Fox out of Sacramento. Nobody wants to be in Sacramento. John get him Collins. just, you know. Yeah, get him. Uh, I don't think they're going to move John Collins. I just mean in terms of one, another one of those pieces that are kind of in the same position, kind of overlapping skill. There. And I think getting 
uh, Ben Simmons there will solve a big question for them right now, which is defense. Mm-hmm. They're one of the 100%. worst defensive teams in the league right now. The only reason they're good offensively, I would say a big reason for that is Trey, but he's a mm-hmm. big defensive liability. Mm-hmm. So if you get Ben Simmons on there, they can have a good balance going and maybe yeah, they can I totally be able agree. to do a great thing and, you know, make it back to the conference finals. That'd be a ne- And that's the other thing too. Like you look at a team that last year, like, I like as much as I thought the Knicks were a fluke. It was the same thing with the Hawks because they never done they'd never done anything before. While I was think while I believed that the Hawks were one of the deepest teams in the league in terms of that that positionless switch that they can do with those guys that we just mentioned, the Hawks just went from going to a conference finals to now maybe not even making the play in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's something that you you can't happen. Like you can't if you want to keep a guy like Trey Young in your system. You can't have that happen. Like, yeah. Guys like that want to see constant success. But Ben Simmons would definitely help him to get that. Sir. Alright. Alright, I can go next? with my next one. So I'm actually going to reside in the state of Illinois. And I'm going to go up the stream to Chicago. And this is no secret to you, uh, Sea of Ash, but I think the, the thing that Chicago wants this year, the thing that Chicago needs this year especially before April 2022, would be some more size, preferably at the four or the five. Um, if they can get a guy to fill that four spot, I think, Sivash, it was you that was saying you'd like to even see Vooch switch to the four and then get uh, a bigger body in at the five. Either way, I think that that's their greatest need right now. And I'll even go as far as to say, if they go to the uh, trade deadline, and they get a guy at four, like at, at the four. So you know we were talking Jeremy Grant before. If you brought back Thaddeus Young, one of these guys to sit at four or maybe a, a five switch. If they do that, I will say the Chicago Bulls would be going to the NBA Finals. Okay. So I would say a Golden That's State Chicago guy. Finals. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. Guy. That's my I guy just look too. at it. I look at it, and you were talking earlier about Golden State being, you know, they're going to win the championship and whatnot, and I think. Um, I would have I would have uh, gone against you on that, except their their scoring is elite. They can shoot from anywhere at any time. Chicago they can't really do that, but Chicago plays perfectly together. Zach Levine and Demar Derozan work amazingly together. And then of course you got Lon. So I just think if you get one more guy there, it doesn't have to be a big name. Like it just needs to be a big body, and I think uh, they can really do some damage in the East. You know. This is a conversation we had, I think, on our last episode last year for our Christmas episode. And that was something that I had on my Christmas list as well. But it, those talks are now turning up after DeMar hit back-to-back game winners right before the New Year on New Year's Eve and right into the New Year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these talks are not heating up with we'll, uh, with uh, a few an- analysts on ESPN talking about they need some sides. And that's exactly what, about- what I've had in mind. And I'm like, man, if we get it, because we have to avoid one of the two teams, which is the Nets and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I, I'm praying those guys run into each other with the second and third seed, and we with the first seed just get by, get to the conference finals. And if we have to run into one of those guys, if we have somebody that can guard, not guard, but slow down Giannis or KD, man, I don't see how we can't make it to the finals. I've uh, I mentioned Jeremy Grant. Um, I've heard his name no, in Chicago. Please. I've heard his name with Utah. I know you, I know you don't want him. I've heard his name even with the Mavs. 
The other guy that I think of, again, doesn't need to be a big name, just needs to be able to know his role, what to do, go there and, and bring success. And he's on a team that I don't think really wants him right now. They're in a way different um, arena than he is. What do you think about Daniel Tice? Ooh, that was not the name I expected you to say. But one-time bull, you know, he was with mm-hmm. us last year. I think it was mm-hmm. around the whole uh, Vucevic trade that he came to the Bulls. And, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of him. Maybe, yes, he will bring some size with us, but uh, I don't know about him, man. You know what? The reason, I was, go ahead. The reason I bring him up is because he can play the five in a small ball situation. Then you also have a guy like Vooch that if they need to go big, he can go, like, Vooch can go to the five and, and uh, Tice can still, you know, be aggressive and physical at the four. When you we talked about the matchup, you know, maybe off the pod about the Jazz versus the Clippers in the small ball scenario. When you look at the teams in the in the East, what teams besides maybe Miami scare you in terms of okay, we can play big and we can play small? I'm not scared of the Nets. I'm scared of them like offensively for sure. They're they're very scary, but I'm not scared of them in terms of a size impact in terms of playoff basketball the grind not scared of miami yeah okay milwaukee maybe maybe bro that's been my biggest worry this whole time it's like yeah we need i would be scared of miami more yeah well that's that's but if you can if you can like teams have if you can find a way to shut down Giannis, that team becomes a lot less you know easier to overcome yeah, I, a don't lot more I don't have an answer right now. One name that I thought you were going to say when you were kind of like bringing up a name, and I was hoping you wouldn't say this name, was Larry Nance Jr. <laughs> I think that's our biggest miss. No. That's our biggest miss of the offseason. We had a great offseason, but trading him, like you losing him in that three-way trade and getting uh, Derek Jones Jr. instead, yeah. I think that was our biggest miss, man. Like, we could have got him, and he would have been a perfect fit into that system. Great guy that can move the ball, that can shoot the ball, that also has some size to him. Pause. Mm-hmm. That would have been a great fit. The only the only other guy that I thought of, again, just by looking at teams and whatnot, and I know this guy up here gets all horny about him, but another guy that fits the exact mold that the Chicago Bulls are looking for right now is, is Miles Turner. Ooh, getting all horny. Talking about me? The Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors. Raptor, Raptor fans have been horny for Miles Turner for a long time. It's just because, but, again, it's our need for a fucking big man. But I think he would be nice in that Chicago system. Again, yeah. he provides more size than a guy like Tice, but he can shoot from, from deep. He's not afraid to go into the paint. Just interesting, yeah. interesting option. It would be difficult, man. I'm not, I don't know if I did mention the whole Vooch moving to the four, but I'm not the biggest fan of that either. I think Vooch I is thought like you a, were the one that said that. That's my bad. Yeah, I don't know. I just, to me, that would be like moving Al Holford to the four when he was playing with the Sixers. Yeah. I think he's a great center as is. Moving him to the four would kind of put him out of position, you know. I just think mm-hmm. I, feel you. I, would, I would rather have him in a position where he can pull the centers out because he's a great shooter. Having mm-hmm. a smaller guy on him might actually take away from what he can do best. And if you yeah. have a center who can't shoot in the paint, then that just takes away his advantage of being able to go inside if he does have a small guy. That's true. Makes That's sense. True. Um, Chris, your go. Yeah, well, um, one thing I'm kind of hoping to see 
because I kind of hope that Portland maybe just fucking blows it up, man. I have not been impressed by Portland, like, at all this year. Because typically, like, yeah, in, like, past years, like, maybe they struggle a bit here and there, but they're always contenders. This year, they just do not feel like contenders at all. And, like, I went to go check because I thought I read somewhere that they were on, like, a 10-game losing streak, which obviously not. They've won a few games, but I think uh, there was at least a 7-game losing streak. Yeah, they were on. And it's just... Good for sure. It just sucks, and again, you're looking at Dame, and it's like, bro, like, how long do you need to be loyal to a franchise that isn't doing fucking anything for you? Literally doing nothing for you. But you're gonna sit there and be loyal to them. That's like, that's, 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 that's like the girl in a relationship where you're, they know their man is off cheating, but they still stand beside them and say, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna stay with him through thick and thin. Well, the thing he he's staying with you through thick and thin too, girl. Like he's out well, there doing thick and thin. Love, love can make you do some <laughs> very, very stupid things. Like it's very ridiculous. So it's just this, it's the same love that uh, Dame has with the organization of the Trailblazers. They can just make you do some stupid things. He just needs to lose it. I agree, I, but I don't think it's gonna. happen. No, I don't think it's gonna happen either. But it's something I would love to see for sure. Mm-hmm. No, it has to, man. Like, that pairing has reached its ending. Like, we gotta realize, their best was when they made the conference finals in 2019, when KD was out on the Warriors. And they still got swept by the Warriors with just Steph, Clay, and Draymond. That's how, like, if that's your best, and that was you reaching your maximus, like, that's how great you were. And now this is it. Like you've reached it. You gotta kind of get away from it, man. Even if it's trading CJ away, cool. Mm-hmm. Get out of there. But it's what like- has happened to Portland in the past five, six, seven years is the same thing that's happened to the Pacers, the Magic. But except Portland has name brand lipstick. It's they have they have done the exact same thing that these two like ugly now, teams. <laughs> The, the exact same thing that these two ugly teams have done, the same result every year, but no actual result, and then they don't blow it up. It's the same girl in a, in a prettier dress. That's all they've done. They've they've yeah. literally fooled everybody. So, you but know what? Dame Maybe you have a point. Girl. That's, that's what I'm saying. a prettier girl than Vucevic and Sabonis, my guy. Hey, a lot, a lot prettier, man. A lot, a lot prettier. prettier. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I still don't think they're going to do anything. I, I agree. Like, I think they yeah. should. I think it'd be best for Damon. I think it'd be best for Portland. But there's loyalty. Portland is it a big market. I don't know. That's money directly into into Portland's pockets. So what happens when they, you know, get rid of their cash cow? Oh, you got no one's buying any merch. Who's who's sitting there buying a Al Farouk Aminu fucking Portland Trailblazers jersey? And I know you like <laughs> the reference because he's a former yeah. bull. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good reference. But you know what I mean? Like, no one's doing that. So, I don't know. I think CJ's first, and then we'll see what comes of that. And, you know, but I don't think this year. Um, Do you have another one, C? Um, For my next one, in the next year, I would like the Celtics to trade away Jalen Brown. (laughs) This was... I was going to have this as my take of the week. But when I realized we were going to do this, I just have to come in here 
and just you know stir the pot on Tobstein that he has had controversy with mm -hmm. that he's like oh I love him one moment then the next moment he's like this is the worst franchise they are the worst you know franchise. listen listen bro this team what's been their biggest issue the past five years they have gone to conference finals they've had teams that has had guys like Kyrie on it then Kemba and there's been always a big name in there with those guys Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And the same issue they had five years ago, they have today. No leadership in that team. I agree. And that was a big issue that they had back in the day. And, you know, Jay and Kyrie and Marky, Mar sorry, Marcus Morris tried to come out and, you know, speak out about that. But those young guys that went to the finals on their own wasn't trying to hear it. They're like, yo, sure. these old heads are trying to hate on us. But now they're still having that same issue. Something's got to change. If I'm the Celtics, I'm keeping Jason Tatum. I'm not fucking with Jalen Brown. Trade him away. Get someone else in there. Be like, hey, man, Tatum, here. You got the team. Figure it out. We're not going to have this thing. Hey, we're going to make this work together. It's not going to work. Uh, I think if they... Uh, I want to even say even if they make the play and then lose, but I think definitely if they miss the playoffs, one of them, and you're probably right, Brown is probably gone. Even if they lose in the play-in, I would assume that he's probably gone as well. If they lose in the if they lose in the playoffs like the first round, I can still see them making a, a smaller deal. Maybe it comes in the form of a guy, you know, like Marcus Smart. It's been there for a while. He's been a part of that core as well. Obviously not a, as a big a piece, but I don't know. I think there's definitely change coming for that organization as well. You know what it is, man. I was watching the game they were playing against the Knicks at the Garden. When they lost an OT with Evan Fournier going crazy. Actually, it wasn't OT. It was easy. Regular time, and it was RJ hitting a crazy three pointer over Tatum. Yeah. But I was watching out. I'm like, man, this is what happens when you got a bunch of young guys on a team. And mind you, Marcus Smart is not that young, but he's still in a position where he'd get another bag, mm -hmm. where he yeah. can still upgrade the same bag that he got from last time he had a contract. Yeah. So when you have this guy and they pass him the ball, because Tatum's being doubled, and I see Marcus Smart putting it down on the floor, going to the basket, and he's getting putting up shots worse than Russell Westbrook. I'm like, yo, this team cannot be this way yeah. if they want to keep Jason Tatum. Yeah, this team's got to change. Marcus that's Smart, true. I like the player. He's a great defensive player. He's a dog. He's like an upgraded 10 times better than Pat Bev. Yeah, yeah. Player. yeah. he's a productive <laughs> Pat Bev. That's all. Yeah, yeah, that. Uh, well, Pat exactly. Bev's got his team in a better position than... Hey, who Marcus knows? Pat Bad might be moving over to the Lakers soon. Who knows? Definitely not. Let's <laughs> see them Definitely. chatting it up. <laughs> nah. All right, so? Nah. Um, I'm going to stay in the garden. I'm going to stay in New York. to stay in New York, and I think uh, I think the Knicks should be signing a, a big free agent this offseason. I think uh, the value of the Knicks over the past couple of years has grown uh, in terms from players around the league. The Knicks have always been this laughing stock because of the management because of james dolan because of just the antics that happen you know off the court less less so off the court or sorry less so on the court more so off the court i think uh now they have respect in their in their locker room i think the organization has a bit more respect i think they've shown success and what that looks like and how exciting it is to be on a new york knicks team when there is success i think they find someone to go along with uh rj and, and julius randall this offseason Okay. Me, um, 
My second thing is um, moving over Thanks, to uh, Washington here. Oh wait, I thought. Wait, wait, oh, time, 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 time. yeah, no, we timing. Do you have any comments on? Do you have any comments on the last pick? No, no comments, no comments. No, okay. I'm just gonna quickly go over something. Yeah, you go, you go hilarious. ahead. Do you guys remember when the Knicks put out a comp, put out a press about R.J. Richard Jefferson saying that he got an offer from the Knicks but he didn't want to sign with them on TV, and the Knicks put out a whole press like, "Oh, we actually <laughs> never offered him a contract." Oh my god, no. no. The Knicks have come a long way from yeah. that era. Yeah, 100%. Man. It just, it's changed a lot. And, um, you know, I, I love Knicks. I love the, I love New the York. History. So, mm-hmm. yeah. The history. Yeah. The history, bro. As LeBron yeah. says, every person said, when the Knicks are good, the league is great. Yeah, 100%. You just need the Garden 100%. to be good. You can't just go to the Garden and drop 70 because nobody's good over there. Mm-hmm. It's like it the, it's, it, let's take it over to a different sport. It's like the Cowboys. Fuck, I fucking hate the Cowboys. We all have a friend that's Man. a mutual friend that loves the Cowboys. But the Cowboys, and though, he sucks. You, you can't even you can't even hate on the Cowboys right now because the Cowboys are the, fucking throwing up fifty point games now, man. The league it's is good crazy. when the Cowboys are good. It's true. Like I was watching a sports show today, and I was like, fuck, like I fucking hate the Cowboys, but I want them in the playoffs. Yeah, so like, I was talking I was talking to Jake yesterday with them, and it's like. That's what he's been saying. All they've needed was just a new coach for the longest time. They finally fired. I'll use C's term there. Finally fired that egghead. Got a decent coach in. And look at them. 50 points every fucking game, basically, for them. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Going crazy. Yeah. But right, this, is not the, this is not the... This is not the... Uh... Hail Mary podcast. No, so no, we'll no. bring it back to wow. basketball. See, you should just get a... Sh- you should just get a shirt, C, that just says egghead. On it, bro. Just point, point that. I just want to credit my guy Tobe on that title. That was that was good. I like that. Thank you. He said the Hail Mary podcast. Love it up. There's probably a real Hail Mary out there, and I'm just just chirping, just just flaming them on the side. We get like a we get a notice. (laughs) Go ahead, Chris. What's your take? My take is just oh my god, what was that that I just did? Crazy. Sorry. <laughs> um, that threw me off. My bad. It was gross. It was wet. I'm pretty sure it was one of the cats. I feel like they threw a fire. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to restart after I take my sock off. Um, so, my. <laughs> what is going bro, on? It's gross. <laughs> I don't want a wet bro, sock. This is what happens. This is what happens when we record anytime after 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, my take, I'm moving it over to Washington, and I, I want to see continued success from uh, Kyle Kuzma with the Wizards there. I've been loving watching Kyle play over there with the Wizards. Bro had a monster game, like, the other day, and I think he's, like, the first Wizard since, like, what was it, Chris Webber in, like, 97 to throw up, like, a 25-20 and 20 game, because I think he had 27 points and 22 rebounds. And, like, that's pretty nice for our boy Kuzma, because... He always used to get the fucking, just get the end of it when he was in L.A. Being like, oh, Kuz, you better pick it up for LeBron's shifting you out and he's kicking you out and doing all this stuff. Well, that's a narrative we've seen a couple times, though, with, with yeah. a few different players where they've been not what has propelled LeBron to success. Mm-hmm. So the media will flame said player and then said player goes to a different organization and does well. And does well. Um, but I, I agree. Kuzma's, you know, been in a nice role, and, and I like him there in Washington. As exactly, well. and I got to support my Filipino brother. Is he Filipino? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure he's, like, one of, like, two players. 
What do you like Filipino hoop the sense? Do, do you know who the second player is? I have to look it up. I have to look it up. Right. Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Really? Oh yeah, Jalen Green is partial. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say J- uh Jordan Clarkson. Yes. Actually wait, no, I'm thinking I was thinking of Clarkson, not fucking Kuzma. My bad. I was like, that's yeah. why when you said that, I was like, yeah. no, no, it's Clarkson. It's Clarkson. Light skin. Yeah, but I mean, you can pass. You can pass. You can pass. All right. <laughs> okay. For my final, not New Year's resolution, but my hopes for this year, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to return a favor to my guy. I want Kawhi back healthy <laughs> because that Clippers team last year, could have gone to the finals. Thank you, and, my man. And I just think we need Kawhi back, bro. Kawhi, we need him. And then there's reports coming out that he's been, you know, recovering well. And there's one thing I do want to say before I leave it up to you to, to tell us all about the guy. But there was a thing, there was a caveat that I heard on another podcast. I think it was a mismatch that they told, that they said that, like, when Kawhi signed the contract, he said he did not sign a one and one because he wanted to be able to come back healthy this year. And that's a big caveat, because if he did sign a one-on-one, he would have probably just paused on the recovery, did not co- try not to come back to fuck up the bag. But he signed a three-year contract. The bag is already there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And however he comes back, he's coming back for the team and to win. Yeah. And I respect that. As much as I'm a, Clip- I'm a Clippers hater, as much <laughs> as I don't want to see the Clippers win because it's funny, I respect it, bro. I want Kawhi back. Okay, man. I like that. Good health, good health to all players. Yeah, for sure. um, even AD. But yeah, uh, AD. with with, first of all, let me just say it's nice to finally hear the the things I hear in my head, those voices that are in my head. It's nice to see a face now speaking those oh, things. Oh my god! In my head. It's just you, nice to hearing? it's it's <laughs> nice to hear another person agree that okay, if Kawhi was healthy, they were in the finals. Um, uh, last year but no i i totally agree like um with with the Kawhi contract thing the nice thing as a clipper fan to hear was kind of like you know what and maybe i'll appeal to you um in toronto uh chris being a raptors fan it's it's a struggle or has been a struggle in in our team's history to have players come and want to stay yeah you know what i mean so um to hear Kawhi be like Oh, I could have done a one-on-one. I had teams that wanted to do a one-on-one, but I took the longer deal. Yeah, I still secured my bag, but for us Clippers fans, it was kind of like he wants to be with the Clippers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It was more than just the money. So, exactly. um, yeah, I'm excited to see Kawhi back. But you know, just take his time, especially with Paul George out now. We don't know he might be out for the season. So, mm-hmm. if that is what it is, just take it off, yeah. and then we'll come back for 22, 23. I like that. Like that, definitely mm-hmm. good too. Um, for my thing, I was gonna switch it up, but yeah, I'm gonna switch it up on my last thing. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but for this one, what I want to see is I want to see Zion stop trying to push to come back this season and just take the rest of the season off, mm-hmm. figure shit out, get healthy, get back work on that, like, weight loss or whatever, and then come back next season just ready. Because I feel like, you know, like, I think right now he's working away from the organization, um, doing things okay. elsewhere. That's the last thing, like, I read about his, like, recovery and stuff. And, you know, what was it? He's got, like, something, like, fractured foot, something. 
something like that yeah and it's like man like the more you're going to be on that like it's going to take longer and longer to heal and obviously the organ the pelicans want you back they want you playing the fans want you back want you playing but if you just i feel if you just rush that he's just only going to end up hurting himself even more so i'd love it if they were just every all parties were just like you know what screw it do your thing get healthy come back next season fresh and ready to go i feel like staying away from the organization would help that too Mm -hmm. You know, not being there all the time, not being around the gym, around, you know, B.I. and all those guys. I the think chef. just being away would yeah. be good. Yeah. Being around the kitchen, you know, just stay away. Yeah, exactly. like, you, yeah, yeah. like you sent that thing, the guy went to New Orleans or Louisiana and had found a plate he hasn't liked. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. we would go somewhere. <laughs> That's well, that picture of him, the two side to side, says so the pose and one picture he looks lean. The second mm-hmm. picture he looks like me. It was crazy. <laughs> like bro, damn, but yeah, speedy recovery is all around, like for the league, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's what we want. We love healthy basketball. Speaking of speedy recoveries and healthy basketball, because of COVID, because of injuries and just because of the natural things that just happen in the day-to-day NBA season, we've seen some injuries throughout the league so far. We've seen guys like Joe Johnson come back, 41-year-old Joe Johnson come play for the Celtics. We've seen this guy that uh, Chris laced up against in, like, you know, grade 10 or whatever. He was in the NBA. So we're seeing all these different people and all these different characters in the NBA. And we thought, you know, bring it back to a draft the thing that we love most and in this draft we're going to take down we're going to we're going to draft all fictional players now you can do this the guys that you want positionless basketball we're seeing this with the raptors and you know with cleveland you can do it point guard to center maybe we'll even mix in a six man however you want to construct your team of non-fictional players so we did the coin toss before. Chris, I will let you start with the first overall pick. I will go second. Sivash, uh, you'll be last, but you get the snake, so you get back-to-back picks. Chris, go ahead. This is tough because I have two people written down for my for my PEG. One guy is basically essentially a Magic Johnson, jack-of-all-trades, positionless basketball is his fucking thing. Uh, but then I have the nostalgia factor sitting here with me for my other guy. So I think I'm going to go with the nostalgia factor for throwing it back from my Futurama days, bro. I'm going with Ethan Bubblegum Tate, bro. Le- Thank God. I thought you were going somewhere else. Thank God. Nah, he's the leader. <laughs> bro, he's the leader of the Globetrotters. Super fucking smart guy. He's got the floor general badge easily. And I think he would have a good, healthy command on my squad out there on the hardwood. This draft is so interesting. <laughs> we all got, like, it's, like, the range for this is so wide. Yeah, we can pick players that nobody wants in here, yeah. and then you can pick <laughs> like, other players. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tobe. Yes. Tope, I'm going to tell you something before you go for your second pick. My first pick, yeah. You can't have your a squad of little bunnies. pick of the draft. What's that? <laughs> yeah, please don't pick somebody from Space Jam, because that's going to be my entire roster. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> With my first overall pick, there is a nostalgia factor, but I have a pick before Chris, so I'll circle back on the nostalgia okay. factor for my second pick. It was a guy that I was afraid that you were going to take, but I'm inevitably be, inevitably going to be taking him. But with my first overall pick, I'm going with my guy, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Jesus Easy Shuttlesworth. Connection. Okay. 
easy selection. I got I got Jesus running the point uh, for my squad. Okay, okay. Already with my first pick, with the third <laughs> pick off the draft. I'll tell something to the listeners that they don't know. I am not as prepared for this, but I'm still going to come out. <laughs> I'm going to come out doing good because I got my guy in this. And this is my my favorite non-real, one of my favorite fictional players of all time. And that's Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. Nice. He's that's on my, my guy, bro. He's those commercials, those Pepsi commercials where he would go to courts and cook people. And then he started getting other guys like Kevin Love and finally yep. he was playing. He got what's his name too, uh, Ray Allen. Mm-hmm. Bro, those videos were my favorite as like you know as a younger hooper myself. I would just watch yeah. those. I'd be like, yo, I'm gonna do that move on the court. And I used to, you know, my dumbass used to think that shit was real. I was like, yo, he broke the guy's ankle with that move, and it's like, no, bro, that guy's just acting. That's my first pick. My second pick. This is solely. I got no idea who this person is. <laughs> Let me just find the name very quickly. This is solely just so I can screw up someone else's draft. And I'm taking Nathan Scott from One Tree Hill. Wow. <laughs> that was my next pick. That's why I waited on the nostalgia. Yeah, you know what? You know what? That's actually okay. That's actually okay. Because nah, I have a better pick. Nah, Nathan, I have a better pick. Honestly, I had Nathan Scott too. And Nathan Scott's the better of the two Scott. So if you're going to go with Lucas Scott, brother, you've lost. You've lost. I have a I have a better pick. I have a better pick. I have oh, a better my pick. Fault, brother. I just want that's like my sole goal with that pick. I was like, well, that's the pick you. I was talking. That's the pick I was talking I about with Chris because he got on his on his Twitter mobile the other day and was talking about One mm-hmm. Tree Hill. That's my favorite all time show, all time, all time, over the okay. office. But that wasn't my pick. But Jeez. no, he's not. He's not the guy that I'm gonna select next. But okay, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. So go ahead. Also from that era of one tree hill from that world of one tree hill i'm gonna take antoine skills taylor antoine skills taylor was a better shooter than nathan mm. i don't know if you if you know who i'm talking did he make about, the league Chris. though well wow. are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna sure count him making the league, league. The sh- he, he made, made the Charlotte Bob. Yeah, he, he made was, the Charlotte Bob G League team. Yeah. <laughs> who's whose team are you cheering for? Your own or see I'm just saying he had the better pick. I'm going. No, I'm going. I'm going Antoine Skills Taylor because not only was he hooping on the court, but he was also smashing milfs off the court. Okay. So, winner on both sides. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> that's a that's a win for me. Okay. okay. I'll take that. I'll take Deb. I'll take Deb Scott all day. I respect that. I respect all right. that. All right. So with my second pick sitting at the shooting guard position obviously you know what i'm just gonna have this guy be a spot up shooter you're just gonna find a corner you're gonna find somewhere and you're just gonna drain threes for me that's it that's your only goal i don't care what else you do you don't have to play defense brother but i'm gonna be drafting mr clint barton aka hawkeye brother do you know this what bro this guy is fucking lights out with a bow and arrow anything that involves aim so you know you put a basketball in this man's hand what? That oh, okay. Oh, so he's never played basketball. Okay, he's thank, you. It thank down. you. He's fine. Oh, so thank he's you. Putting the ball in the bowl. He's bro, so no, he's just gonna catch and shoot, bro. He doesn't just stick with the bowl. This guy can anything, bro. Darts, whatever, whatever you need. This guy, boom, he's a fucking automatic. He's a I can like, tell you confidently. I'm telling. I can confidently tell you he's. I can confidently tell you he's not on either of our lists. I don't care. That's no. okay. I don't need that. I don't need that. No. But no, you told me. Hey, you told me any walk up, any walk. 
Wow, I'm, there's got to be I'm pulling, some. I'm pulling from anything, bro. I'm pulling from anything, bro. I don't care. <laughs> so wait, can I take that shot from the... Bro, you want to take that shot? The... You take that shot. I don't DC? care. <laughs> can I drive Superman, please? Yeah. Nah, cool. Superman. I'm, I was keeping it realistic, all right? Clint's still a regular dude, but he just he's got that sharpshooter. <laughs> um, okay, you're back-to-back picks. Back-to-back. So now, who are you taking at your small At my forward? small forward position, um, this is where you guys give me the crickets, and I draft somebody from an anime. So we're going to be drafting my boy, Aomin Takai, from Kuroku's Basketball. This man, I fuck with Aumin. Bro, this man was cold-blooded <laughs> in the show. I'm telling you, this guy grew up loving basketball, but it got to the point where anytime he'd play basketball, he would just dummy people so bad, they would just lose their will to play ball. And he eventually started to resent basketball because there was like nobody, his motto was nobody can beat me but me. So this guy is just lethal out there on the court, brother. Lethal. So I'm going to draft him. Ain't nothing. Can't stop my boy. All right, so next pick. Uh, <laughs> whatever, guys. I'm going to something, uh, you know, uh, a pop culture reference that maybe is not crazy familiar, but definitely more familiar than that. Uh, I'm going to uh, to semi pro, and I'm going to draft uh, Clarence Withers, okay. also known as Andre Three Stacks. So he's going to be playing at my three elite stacks. elite baller. Yeah. Okay. I love Andre Three Stacks, so he can be making tunes for us off the court, and you know. Hooping on, Hooping the, court. on the court. Okay. So I got I got milfs and music. So milfs, milfs and music. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's fucking good. Oh, I'm jealous yeah. of your team just off of that pick now. <laughs> Alrighty, with my next pick, I'm going with a you know with a bit of a legend, bringing it back from my, one of my old picks from one of our older drafts. Okay. I'm going with my guy Calvin Cambridge from like mike okay. he was in my list but then we started getting into size and i started to get a little scared <laughs> cal might not well, stay okay well, cal you know he was dunking on actual nba players when he was that's in true. the nba so that's true that's true that's, that's true that's true i'll go i'll give you that okay. you're right okay 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 and with my next pick i have somebody rated higher than this pick but again I will have to start looking into what my co-hosts are going to take. So I'm going to, you know, take this as a safer pick. I'm not going to make a mistake to buy a stick. Okay. And I'm going to go with Lola Bunny from... Lola Bunny. Yeah. Wasn't even on my list. That's a lot, brother. I wanted her, so I'm gonna, I'm just going to take her. That's good. She's going to get out there and just distract to buy. Do you guys not remember the movie? She was distracting everybody. Like, come on. I bro. didn't. Hey, I didn't watch a new one. So I'm I pretty. I'm pretty sure she was draining some threes one. too. On yeah. to my power forward pick. I might be giving up a bit of size, but I think in IQ and in height, I'll be okay. You know, there was this guy that was raised in Philadelphia, born and raised. Uh, you know, in the parking lot, he spent mm. most of his days Get He's playing ball, here, but he got brother. kicked out and, and went to LA. I'm taking Will Smith. I'm taking Will Smith, man. Are you kidding me? At Bel Air Academy, he was hooping. He was beating everybody. Carlton, who? Carlton, Carlton couldn't even pick up a ball. I'm taking Will Smith. Will Smith at my power, 100% logging in. Let's go. Okay. Go stretch four. Stretch four. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, honestly, okay, I don't mind that. Here's what I will say about that. I don't remember the show because I haven't watched it in a while. But 
wasn't everybody on those teams trash? Like the only yes. good player he knew yes. was this guy from the hood that had a kid, and he was, yeah. like, he, was he was a mature one. He was like, "I'm just gonna let you win so you can go to the league and get the bag." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was still good in comparison Imagine to everyone how else bad around him. Carlton was <laughs> in to comparison the to them. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. that's funny. All right, Chris. Chris. All right. Final two. My final two picks. Um, This guy, again, staple. Staple in the basketball community, especially the black community. Um, So you might know it. Another from a Disney show. At my power form. Oh, dude from the Proud family. It all started with an orange basketball. Wizard Kelly, bro. Yeah, dude. I always wanted to see his face. I was like, just show his face. I think they do. I think they show his face. I think they do. I never At some point. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my man Wizard. That's a solid pick, right? Solid he's pick. a big, big guy. You know, he's always standing on TV. You can never see his face, so he's gotta at least be six eight, six nine. That was one of my favorites. So, that was one of my favorite shows growing up. I love some that. height there. And then at my center position, I borrowed this from my boy Siavash from Uncle Drew, and I'm going with Big Fella. Oh, and I just, I just need some size in the paint, and you can just sit there and just do what you do for me, Big Fella. <laughs> well Man, this draft is fun. speaking of size here we are at my center position and i look at my roster and i got a lot of elite scoring drafts himself. but at the end of the day what we <laughs> what we need in in the playoffs what we need to win a championship is a guy that can hold down the paint and i'm going to to the greatest movie of all time okay and I'm drafting the Larry Johnson version of the monster. Oh god! <laughs> to play at my center position, <laughs> very specific. At first, I thought Muggsy Bogues, but then I looked. I was like, "Geez, Muggsy's shorter than Mike, so I'm gonna go." Yeah. And I didn't want to take fucking tall ass white dude, and then so I took Larry. What's his name? I forgot his name. You should have taken him. There was La- white- there was Larry Johnson, Muggsy Bogues, tall ass white dude. I always guy? forget. Pat yeah, Ewing and name? Charles. <laughs> I forget all the time. On the, it's like Bill or Clint or Kyle or... No, it's not Kyle. <laughs> it's Sean Bradley. Sean, Sean Bradley. Bradley. See, Sean, Come that's on. a white name. Sean. <laughs> Anyways, that's who I'm taking at my five. Larry Johnson as a monster holding it down. Okay, okay. See, you guys are thinking about positions too much. I'm thinking about, look, we're playing on the street court. It's five on five. I got Uncle Drew on my team. I got my guy, Kelvin Cambridge. I gotta just go with another shooter. I'm just gonna space the floor, play five out. Okay. You guys can stay in the paint with your Rudy Gobert's. I'm gonna be having shooters all around. I'm gonna go with my guy Billy Hoyle from White Men Can't Jump. Okay. You know, just gotta go with these guys. We just gonna have these players just space out the floor. You guys figure out your big men. I'm just gonna be out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Fuck with it. All right. That's all. I respect that. I respect that. So that was five. Do you guys want to do a six man or are we clean at five? I'm clean at five. I want to do. Oh, you want a six man? Okay. So I then want a six you. Man. So then I guess it's Good. your turn again. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I have one name that I wanted to take right in that moment. Okay. And I had to leave it on there, but now I can take him, and it's you know, the greatest player of all time. I'm gonna have to go with LeBron James from Space Jam too. <laughs> Wow, that's tough. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't. I can't comment. Wow, this guy still refuses to see the movie. 
Right. I don't like I it. Had, to, it I'll didn't be honest. Good I still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it. So uh, that's fair. That's but but he's LeBron in real life, and he's LeBron in that movie. So I'm gonna have to take him, man. Like you know, it was between yeah. him and Jordan. And I don't know about that Jordan guy. He was well. That's that's baseball. the thing. See, Jordan Jordan wouldn't sit on the bench. But who I will take as my sixth baseball. spot. Who I will take at my sixth spot is a guy that deserves the bench spot. Will be will be appreciative of the bench spot because he gets to chill and lay there and get treats and all this stuff. And I'm taking Buddy. I'm taking Air Bud coming off oh the bench. So I got Not bro. Again. Who pull up to my arena? I got milfs. I got music and I got dogs. What's good, bro? What's it good? Like a club. It doesn't I sound like won. A game. <laughs> uh, it's over, bro. Sounds like a mask. Our team can be ass, and everyone's excited because they got milfs, music, and dogs on the side. That's true. Honestly, too, and what? Who are you what, trying to coach, what coach like in that? their right mind is going to say close out on the golden retriever? Nobody. Airbud, <laughs> Airbud is a very versatile athlete. You see him; he's snowboarding. He's bro, he's out here saying, playing bro. football. That, but the, see, that's my concern with Airbud is he's got too many obligations. That's that's why we put him as a six man. That's why okay, we got him as a six man. Fair. Chill out. That's fair. Know, but, hey, the, to be fair though, role. I think it was that Airbud football one, and he <laughs> you keep he got, bringing this up. He got rocked pretty hard by that one kid. Like you had dad that's, on the sideline saying, "Hey, take uh, that dog." Yeah, that was out. that's a physical sport. We're not we're beyond that, and there's a lot of control. That's why I drafted Larry Johnson's version of the monster. That's fair. Really kind of controls everything like a Charles Oakley. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Controls okay. Everything. I respect that. Look, a lot of there's a lot of strategic planning that went in, went into this roster. Okay. 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 Brother, this draft is just the wildest draft we've done today. <laughs> it's like it's like there's nothing you can do in this draft that would make sense. It's like yeah. all off the board. Off. You can make you your own logic. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You got a dog on the bench while I got a girl bunny trying to distract dudes. Like, what and this guy's got somebody on? shooting arrows. He's, he's not yeah. shooting arrows, yeah, bro. Guy. He's shooting dimes, bro. Splash. He's the third long lost Splash brother. He's the only wow. Splash brother. Okay. Splash daddy. <laughs> and I guess then, yeah, if I got to pick somebody for my last pick then, I'm going to go with my girl, Monica Wright from Love and Basketball. She had a big successful career. Oh, so no. now I'm the asshole because I didn't pick a girl. She played overseas. <laughs> hey, I was, I was going to... Wait, 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 wait. Before we go forward, are you putting a gender on the dog? You know what? I'm not. I'm not. Don't. Don't limit his... Uh, sorry. It's I'm not. Limits. Don't cancel. Well, I, I was going to I was gonna pick Quincy McCall, you know, her love interest that she stands opposite from, but man, it was just simply too injury riddled throughout the movie, and I, I, had, I had to go with the healthy... You know, consistent option in Monica. You know, she put up big numbers, played overseas professionally. I think maybe I can't remember. Maybe she got her shot at the WNBA, but she was great, and that's what I need out there. So, consistency. I forgot my guy. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I forgot my guy from High School Musical. Oh, oh Troy Bolton, Troy Bolton bro. Bro, I Troy definitely, Bolton. I definitely thought. So I was gonna be drafting Troy Bolton. You know, you know, another honorable mention I just thought of. Really, anybody from that office game. So, Michael, oh, Jim, yeah, yeah. Roy, Dwight, <laughs> anybody. I should, I don't know why. I don't I know why he didn't draft Jim Halper. He was Larry Bird out there in the, in the office. No, you got to go with Stanley. Yeah. Stanley. <laughs> Remember he had the dribble? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That was good. Wow. Well, that was wild. That was another exciting draft. Hard drafts are always elite, but. I think that is it for the boys on the Lob It Up podcast. A late one today, a little Lob It Up after dark. We did get into some 
questionable conversation. So I guess it was it was on it was on the line. But this has been another episode, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.